0: Hare Krishna. Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 2, Chapter 2, Text 25. One second. Om the mo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om the mo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om the mo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Brahma Bhavas traitya Muni narada didi devakai sanucharai devai sanucharai Sakam, girbir vishnum adayan lord brahma and lord shiva accompanied by great sages like narada devala and vyas and by other demigods like Indra, Chandra, and Varuna, invisibly approached the room of Devaki, where they all joined in offering their respectful obeisances and prayers to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead who bestows blessings upon everyone. Dwau Bhuta, there are two classes of men the daivas and the asuras and there's a great difference between them kamsa being an asura was always planning how to kill the supreme personality of godhead or his mother devaki thus he was also krishna conscious but devotees are Krishna conscious favorably. Vishnu, Bhokta, deva. Brahma is so powerful that he's in charge of creating an entire universe, yet he personally came to receive the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Baba, Lord Shiva, is always jubilant in chanting the holy name of Krishna and what to speak of Narada, Narada Muni, Bajaya, Vina, Radhika, Ramana, Name. Narada Muni is always chanting the glories of the Lord. His engagement is to travel all over the universe to find a devotee or make someone a devotee. Even a hunter was made a devotee by the grace of Narada. Srila Sanatana Goswami in his Toshini says the word Narada Adibi, means that Narad and the demigods were accompanied by other saintly persons like Sanaka and Sanatan, all of whom came to congratulate or welcome the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Even though Kamsa was planning to kill Krishna, he too awaited the arrival of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Pratikshams Tat Janma. Om Magyana Timarandasya kyananjana shalakaya taksur unmalatam yena tasmai sri gurave namaha sri chetanyamano vistham stapitam yena bhutale sayam rupa kadamayam datati sa paddhantikam vanshakalpa tarubhyasca kripa sindu bhaevacca Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo nama, Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara adi Adhigar vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So we are Progressing in this story, coming up to Krishna's birth, one time Prabhupada asked Brahmananda Swami, what is the most important verse in the Gita? And sometimes, you know, there's many, many answers, but there's at a particular time, Prabhupada wants a particular answer. Brahmananda, Prabhu told me this personally. And Prabhupada said, Janma karma chame divyam evam yo veti tattvataha deham punajanma naiti mam eti sorjana. One who understands the transcendental nature of my birth and appearance deham, giving up the body, punajanma naiti, he does not take birth again in this world, because buddha bhava samavita from the aham prabhavo matas sarvam bhavartate iti bhutva bhajantimam buddha bhava samavita that when you understand God, you love God. That's our philosophy, our preojana. When you understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead, you start to feel the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And that feeling, our objective is not just understanding, our objective is feeling, but understanding is is a preliminary. Sambandha gyan, metaphysical knowledge means knowledge of, of relationship of Krishna and Krishna's energies, but it also means knowledge of our relationship with Krishna. So we've been studying this and we've come up to a particular point. Manasataha, Krishna's appeared in the mind of Devaki from Vashuddha Sattvam, Vasudeva shabditam from the mind of Vasudeva. Because Krishna is everywhere and therefore he appears according to our consciousness. I've said this many times, we are not separated by a physical distance from God. It's a matter of consciousness. So both the father and mother had the proper consciousness. And therefore, Krishna chose to appear through them. And then when Krishna appeared, it it was like a, a fire hidden in a pot is something brilliant, but the perception of it is very limited Or like knowledge, which is not distributed. It's there within the person, but it doesn't go far beyond that person. Anyway, so Devaki was in the prison And then um, she was very effulgent, effulgent. And therefore, even even Kamsa understood in one sense that Vishnu had appeared. Um, And uh, he became fearful. Because Prabhupada makes his purports extremely relevant. He says that Krishna has also appeared. Krishna has also appeared. He's appeared in the form of the holy name. And to the extent that the effulgence of Krishna's appearance is manifest, because it's also hidden to the extent that we as disciples of Lord Chaitanya do not distribute it, (laughs) it becomes hidden like that. Like in a pot, a flame, there's a flame of Krishna consciousness, but to the extent that it's not distributed, then um, it's not that aware. People are not that aware, but but the Maha Mantra is Krishna. And there are, and this is one theme that comes out here. There are forces that are so opposed. And those forces, it's actually becoming like the time that Krishna appeared. Once when the world was overburdened by an unnecessary defense force of demoniac kings, it's becoming like that on both sides. You think any side of conflict now, it's not, it's, it's demons versus demons. They, they're controlling the world, and there's there's some kind of resistance. Um because that's what Ascomsa as of as feared. Krishna, people who are materialistic and atheistic, fear the absolute truth because the absolute truth does not conform to their desires to control and enjoy the world. The absolute truth is we're meant to serve the world. And we're meant to, so the absolute truth is that we're part of God and we're meant for God's service. And that's what makes Everything was suspicious. So. Um, so then, you know, Kamsa had a dilemma. And, you know, initially, I told, in his passion, he was going to kill David immediately Now he had some second thoughts. On one very important point, it will mar my reputation. The most valuable commodity that any of us us have are our reputation. Whether we're theists or whether we are atheists our uh, reputation allows us to maneuver in the world um, so his reputation was at stake and it was not only at at stake in this life it would be a, it would be at, at stake historically Because after he died, he would be maligned. And what to speak of the karmic reactions for envy. Basically, all karmic reactions, bad reactions or bad karma, is the result of envy. It's the result of hate. And hate may manifest in whatever degree, in various degrees, from just personal selfishness to violence. So he was concerned for his his reputation and and he, he deliberated on it very, very carefully. What would the effect be on my reputation? And he decided that he would not kill Devaki, that he would deal with it after the child was born, rather than abort the child. Actually, this was abortion. He wanted to kill the child in the womb. He realized that there was a person there it wasn't just a person when it was born. But he would wait for that person to be born. And then um Constance became very, very fearful. And in that fear, he began to always dwell on the Supreme Lord. While, while he while he was sleeping, while he was sitting. Um, anywhere, on his throne, while eating, walking. He only saw Krishna. And because of that, he ultimately achieved the type of liberation. Um, Although he had to be killed and that particular verse, that's the previous verse, while sitting, he kept, his fear, he kept on, it, 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 it actually, it, it shows a very, very important principle that's at the root of our Krishna consciousness. I was chanting this morning and that had to be my prayer I don't want to just do this activity because I have to do this activity. I want the power of the mantra to crack the covering of my heart so I actually have some affection. And even in terms of of, of yoga, the efficacy of our meditation is dependent on the degree of absorption we have in the object of our meditation. And when I give Japa seminars, I, I make this point that there are two ways in which we can keep an object in our mind. I gave the analogy first of a magnifying glass and a piece of paper. If you hold the magnifying glass when the sun is out and concentrate the heat on the paper, it will come to flames, but it won't immediately come to flames. The concentration has to be prolonged for some time. So similarly in our meditation, there are four factors of, of practice. The first one is concentration. The second one is over a prolonged period of time. The third one is without any interruption. And the fourth one is in the right mood or attitude. So the efficacy of meditation will be the degree that we can actually concentrate. And that concentration will have this effect of uh, awakening within us that level of affection the perfection is a the perfection is emotion that level of affection so there's two ways to do that one by the our determination, our understanding. We can focus, great yogis can focus with an understanding that this is good. And another way to focus is by I like it, or not I like it, but there's an emotion connected to that object. So here we see the example of Kamsa. He's always thinking of Krishna out of fear. Because there's an emotional con- connection to that object. So this verse is used to demonstrate Raganuga Bhakti. We have to come to the point of being favorably connected out of love, the most consummate emotion. That's why our process has to be. reading and chanting, because when you hear Krishna's pastimes and you hear the the stories of Krishna, it invokes emotion. That's the purpose of the stories. The purpose of the stories is to invoke the emotion, but where do you put that emotion? Of course, you put them on the stories, but you put them on the on the on the name of the person whose stories you're chanting. So hearing the Bhagavata, we should be chanting all the time, but we, it, but but we should hear the pastimes. And when we hear the pastimes of Krishna, when we hear the pastimes of Krishna, then it 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 gives us some particular consciousness when we chant. so that we can be absorbed in that way, like Kamsa, but in a favorable way. Because if if the emotion emotion is negative, the the feeling that it'll invoke is negative. And if it's a, a positive, it's positive. So if it's love, it's ecstasy. If it's fear, it's anxiety. Because the exact thing that we want in our life all the time, which is love, (laughs) and love means an object of love, and we want that in our consciousness all the time, because that will give us a feeling in our hearts. We want that in our hearts all the time. But if, it, if it's a negative emotion. Then that object is a threat. That there is a God. That there is a center. That is a threat. To our objectives. And therefore we'll either have an envy or an anger. Or a fear. So. But still there's something special. So this was the the it, 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 it was Krishna, 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 Krishna. I somehow feel I'll intersperse the class today with a with a um a story that I've told before just to lighten up the the mood. Um, I told you when I first came to Krishna consciousness, my parents became concerned and did the ridiculous thing of trying to give me a higher taste I don't know what they would think by taking me to a Broadway show. I mean, they could have taken to me to to like My Fair Lady or West Side Story or uh, I don't know, The Lion King. I wasn't around. I don't see these, but I heard that there's the Jersey Boys, you know, there's some things that I could have been interested. They took me to this thing called Enter Laughing and it was the most... I don't know what they were thinking, boring drama. But anyway, I was outside uh, on 42nd Street with um, my mother and father and my father's dear eldest sister, Edna, the mother of my older cousin, Swami Masseva Bharti, who lives in the Himalayas. And uh, a kirtan party came over. Uh, the kirtan party came, and it was in the kirtan party, but my college roommate, who became a devotee, and he gave me one of these electric, cult-like hugs, <laughs> which freaked out my parents, and later my father told me, he couldn't enjoy the drama. I don't think he, he, he said all he could think of was Krishna, 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 So Kamsa was, and now here, all the demigods come. All the demigods come, and of course, this is part of our philosophy that Krishna is supreme. So even Brahma. And not only the demigods, but the great sages, Narada Muni and Sanaka and Sanat and all the great sages. Because they have prema. And prema draws you to the object of your prema. Prema draws you to the mood of service to the object of your prema. And prema draws you to want to have an intimate relationship with the object of your prema. So all the demigods came. And again, this is the contrast. They're coming for One is coming for service, and one is in love. The attraction is love, and one is aversion. such aversion that they want that object of their aversion out of their existence. So they came to, um, and they wanted blessings blessings they wanted auspiciousness in their life and we also want auspiciousness in our life and here in the purports Prabhupada's explaining that there, there's um this favorable Krishna consciousness unlike Kamsa um makes them happy favorable krishna consciousness makes one happy so they're very happy just you know basically the mind is accepting and rejecting you accept the things that you think will make you happy and you're you avoid the things that don't and the things that you that 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 you're averse to you try to remove from your environment. And the things that you are attracted to, you try to bring into your environment. And when you have proper knowledge, you make the right choices. And that's 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 a happy person. The happy person it begins with the proper conception. Because you we we all see in our lives and our own personal examples. How many things do we bring into our consciousness that ultimately are an art, that they actually have no value to our happiness? If we divide, if we devise happiness as the flourishing of the mind, not just the tintalization of the senses and the stroking of the ego, but actually the, the condition of the mind, the mind is flourishing. So this is a good example for us. We should want to bring Krishna into our existence as much as possible, which means bringing the devotees into our existence, which means bringing the name of Krishna into our existence, which means bringing the stories of Krishna into our existence. And we have to hear from the sadhus and the guru and the shastra, we have to hear that this will actually make you happy. Bring these things into your consciousness. You have the wrong idea. A flick of the switch and and you open yourself to the world of Pajalpa idle talk on social media and idle talk inevitably leads to offense and brings down your consciousness. Follow the demigods. They want Krishna in their lives. We don't want Krishna in our lives enough. And the extent that we don't have Krishna in our lives is the extent that we're not making progress on the point of of elevating the mind. We all have different karmic situations and, and we all have different degrees of challenges. But this is the path. One of the things favorable devotional service, one of the six characteristics Mentioned in Upade Shamrita is Sato Brite. You follow the Sato, you follow those who have uh, the saintly people. You follow their path. And that's a challenge because we have our own conditioned minds, we have our own misconceptions we have our own klistavrithi, troubling thoughts, we have so many attachments to things that have no value, and we're averse to so many things that do have value. Therefore, we have to hear from the Shastra, because the Shastra gives us good ideas. It gives us a real vision of reality. Shastra has one purpose, to give us happiness and to remove the stress. That is the purpose of Shastra. That's why we hear Shastra. That's why you're here in the class. I always look at this list of people who are attending, and I always pray for them. Because somehow or other, you're fortunate to have the right idea. you come to Krishna consciousness and you hear from Guru, Sadhu and Shastra. And then you begin that struggle. But the struggle of material existence is much more painful than the struggle of spiritual existence. The struggle of overcoming your anarthas, those things that are unwanted in a very, very practical way, blissful way, the way of Krishna consciousness, which is not arduous. There's nothing that one can't do. The application becomes difficult because of our own attachments to an artist, to things that have no value. But anyway, the demigods come and they join in offering their respectful obeisances and prayers. They wanna please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the prayer in our hearts. I want to be an object of pleasure for Krishna, for Guru, for sadhus. I was chanting this morning, a beautiful schedule here. I, I have my own huge place This is a huge place here in the back. I just share the bathroom in the house, but I have a huge place here. All facilities I need. And I'm taking advantage of the time difference. So I'm up even earlier and I'm sitting there chanting and I'm thinking, I'm chanting, but I'm thinking how to become more absorbed in the chanting. So I'm praying to different sadhus that let me have this emotion for Krishna. I'm praying to our Guru Parampara, let me have this emotion for Krishna. I have faith in prayer, but I also have faith in how valuable that jewel of devotion is, and that it's not a cheap thing, and I should be patient for it. But I have enough experience Enough taste to know that this is actually prema, prema, pramarta mahan. This is the greatest thing of value. But I'm sitting there and I'm chanting, and then I remembered I had one idea came to my mind. Okay, let me. This is my last round before I begin the class. Let me chant. What kind of chanting would please Prabhupada? Wouldn't Prabhupada be pleased if I was chanting properly with concentration and the right attitude? Let me chant for his pleasure. Just like the demigods come, they pray to please the Supreme Personality of God. And why? Because that is what bhakti is. Anu Krishna nu silanam, bhakti, uttama. What is uttama bhakti? Anukulyena Krishna nu. bhakti utama. Anukulyena. I want to please. The opposite of the selfish consciousness. I want to be served. I want to serve. I want to please. That's love. We talk about love cheaply, but that's love. Love is not about ourselves. Love is about others. To think about others before ourselves, starting with a conception of God before ourselves. I want to please be in that consciousness. What does it take? What does it look like? So here the, 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 the demigods come and then they offer prayers. And and then after they offer prayers, I'm getting to the end. I, I don't do the prayers. Looking forward to Colombia. We're going to have such a genostomy there. We have such a nice community of people that come to these retreats and people that live there and uh, in fact some of you know this Manu he comes to all our retreats and does the kirtan such an elevated soul so he's coming today with his brother to do kirtan here um Prayers are there. And then after thus offering prayers to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, the transcendence, all the demigods with Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva before them return to their homes in the heavenly planets. And here it says, within the womb. So he, he, Krishna is everywhere. I mean, of this, there's no problem with that. Manasita appeared in the mind and then went in the womb. Because Krishna can appear personally in any any place, whenever he wants. He can appear right before us. He can appear in our dreams. He can appear in our hearts. He can appear in that pillar as he did with Harunyakashi Buddha. So now, there's a description um, of Krishna's, the birth of Lord Krishna. So I'm going to read this. Thereafter, at the auspicious time For the appearance of the Lord, the entire universe was surcharged with all the qualities of goodness, beauty, and peace. Let me look at what what words were used there. Constellation Rohini appeared, as did the stars like Ashwini. The sun and the moon and the other stars of the planets were very peaceful. All directions appeared extremely pleasing and the beautiful stars twinkled in the cloudless sky, decorated with towns, villages, mines, and pasturing grounds, the earth seemed all auspicious. The rivers flowed with clear water and the lakes and vast reservoirs full of lilies and lotuses were extraordinarily beautiful. In the trees and green plants full of flowers and leaves pleasing to the eyes, birds like cuckoos and the swarms of bees began chanting with sweet voices for the sake of the demigods. A pure breeze began to blow, pleasing the sense of touch and hearing the aroma. Pleasing the sense of touch and hearing the aroma of flowers. And when the Brahmins engaging in ritualistic ceremonies ignited their fires, According to the Vedic principles, the fires burned steadily, undisturbed by the breeze. Thus, when the birthless Lord Vishnu, the supreme personality of God, was about to appear, the saints and the Brahmins, who had always been disturbed by demons like Kamsa and his men, felt peace within the core of their hearts. And kettle drums simultaneously vibrated from the upper planetary systems. So Krishna's birth is very, very special. And Krishna has different uh, systems in this world. Um, You know, sometimes... I saw the, these two atheists and there was an interview between one atheist and another atheist. And the one atheist said to the other atheist who was like, they were both famous atheists. One was a famous magician and um, who was basically a disciple of the amazing Randy, who was a famous magician when I grew up and a famous atheist who offered a $1 million challenge for anything paranormal. Um, The other was Richard Dawkins, who is... A famous scientist and one of the four horsemen of the new atheism. So the magician. He asked, in all seriousness, you know, do you know anybody intelligent who's a a theist who believes in God, almost like incredulous? And then Richard Dawkins made, that was the scientist made some comment and they all laughed. And I thought, wow, how unintelligent these people are. How unintelligent these, I was just stunned that that you may not believe in God, but you don't think that they're intelligent people that believe in God. There's so many. There are arguments for God's existence that are strong. There are arguments against God's existence that are strong. But to say that there's no reasonable people, intelligent people, and uh, you know, I, I'm 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 working on a, a new Monday morning greetings. I told you that. I don't know where they'll go or how they go, but I have an idea, I have to work on it. And I have a conception of, um, I have a conception of the selectability of attention that we, we perform, we, 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 we construct very, very narrow realities. And anything that's beyond that reality, even if though it's obvious, it's kind of either we, we ignore it or we reject it a priori. We reject it. And, and, and it's becoming even more and more clear. As, as we can see, the media and the world is propagating so many conceptions that are obviously not true. Not just subtle things. But gross lies, and they believe them, and then they become they, they become fanatics in, in a particular type of narrative. We see that all over the, the political spectrum. Obvious things that people miss. Obvious things that people miss. But here it's, it's discussing, you know planets and things like that, it is science. It is science. And if anybody wants to do a scientific experiment, they could prove the science by the scientific method. By, by all standards of science, someone can prove that astrology, Vedic astrology is a science. And it's paranormal. They can't explain how, it doesn't fit in their world do. But you can explain it. It's just I know in my own life, I know what my chart is and I know how accurate it is. I know how accurate it was to determine aspects in my life. I used to do when I first went to preach in the yoga world, I had a, uh, I had a challenge. I had to figure out a way how to get people. No one knew who I was and and, and no one was, I, I think I was I basically, I, I think I may have been the first person to preach in the yoga world. Gopi Manjari up, upstate in Saratoga. And I knew her and she, you know, we used to get people. We're not devotees. Now it's just so many people are coming, but it was so, so I used to do something, the, the yoga of, I don't know what I called it. Anyway, I used to get people who signed up, they'd get a reading, and I'd work with my astrologer friend. And I would say, Who is this? And who is that? And who is that? And I'd tell something about their lives, and, and it was quite accurate. And I said, all we knew is your birth time. So this was; these things were known before they actually happened. So this is explaining karma. So what is that force that's driving the world to give you certain experiences and, and how can you take best advantage of it? But one of the sciences is the science of omens. And I'm also very familiar with that in my own life. I told you like, whenever my left eye twitches, I know something's gonna happen and I know what is gonna happen. (laughs) It's just the way it is. I go, okay, brace yourself now. And I know what's gonna happen. It's happened, it's, it's just an indication. So there are different omens. And and there are auspicious ones and there are inauspicious ones. And of course, for a devotee, he's transcendental. Everything is meant to bring us back to God and sometimes the difficult things for us on a material level are the most auspicious things for us on a spiritual level. So here, it's foretelling that something, what can be more wonderful, what could be more wonderful and more auspicious when the Supreme Lord is personally appearing with his pastimes, that rare, rare, rare event that happens once in a day of Lord Brahma at eleven twenty-eight, just before noon. In a day of Lord Brahma, but in our Earth planet, it's midnight that he appears on a particular day. But what is that? A thousand yuga cycles. So a thousand, he appears once, once in one th- thousand. Yuga cycles. A yuga cycle is 4,200,000. And he appears once. (laughs) And right after that, a couple of minutes later, according to the time of Lord Brahma, Lord Chaitanya appears. How fortunate is that? And then we appear. (laughs) Take advantage. We're appearing practically in in Krishna Leela. And then Prabhupada appears. And then we're appearing in our devotional life in Prabhupada's pastimes, which, which are still going on. So here, the auspiciousness, goodness, peace, prosperity, all signs of good fortune, rivers flowing. So auspicious, so pleasant. Lakes of lotuses, forests, birds, green, flourishing, singing birds, peacocks, dancing. And the wind is blowing with cool. It, It says, chilly, but not cool. Or cool, but not chilly. So comfortable. And fragrance, how auspicious. And the Brahmins, the fires become very powerful in their house. I told you the grandson of Prabhupada's first disciple, Acharya Prabhaka, who's one of the most powerful tantrics in India, but good guy. He loves me dearly. I love him dearly. He, 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 he loves me. He has so much affection and respect for me. So in the courtyard of my house, how auspicious he was doing these fires. And they, after the yagya, the fire burned for 24 hours. <laughs> it burned for 24 hours. So aha. Uh, he, he, he says he does all the mantras in his mind. They don't lose power. That's what he says. Swaha. Swaha. From nine o'clock at night to five in the morning. Swaha. 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 Auspiciousness. Forces in the the forces that are controlling the world now are against God. I've seen it, I've heard it. They hate God because of envy, they hate the concept that the position that they covet is already taken, and it has authority, that there's a truth beyond their whims and desires. They think they're doing good, but just that's just a re- rationalization for their ego. Okay, we're getting there, and now the next class on Sunday, which most people come to. But we have a nice group here today, and I'm I'm seeing every single person Um, um that's coming, and I see Davi Shakti here. Davi Shakti, Hare Krishna.
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj.
0: I don't hear you. Oh, my God. Hare Krishna. Como esta, señorita? <laughs> Muy bien, usted. No, I don't hear. Oh my god. Shakti. Those of you who are coming, she manages the ashram in Colombia. And we are gonna have an amazing, amazing time. That's great. Everybody can hear except me. Okay, and you know why? <laughs> because you you my, hear me now? My sound wasn't on. I had to get notes from people. That the problem was me. <laughs> I projected it on you. It's good to see you. And I'm really looking forward to coming.
1: Yeah, it's soon. Very soon.
0: And I'm going to contact you because a lot of people are coming on the Sunday before. I don't know if you know that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But oh, yeah. I need like
1: everyone feel the the cheat that uh, champak did. Because
0: oh, oh. I need
1: information and okay, not I everyone
0: tell, i will tell chump that she has to do yeah. that i will tell no, her
1: she 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 had but um but the people doesn't so
0: <laughs> okay i'll speak to her we'll get the people to do it
1: yeah. please not everybody It's only left like three or four people but it's important because we okay. have the, another retreat after you so
0: so you have to know yeah. exactly how many yeah. people are coming okay yeah yeah please. So the other retreat comes after us right
2: yeah 23rd
0: okay that's after everybody already are we yeah that's after okay yeah, yeah I'm, I'm staying here at Leela's place so i yeah oh my god yeah in california okay
1: beautiful thank you my
0: okay great to see you and it's good to come and hear some krishna kata here good yeah please
2: okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, much.
0: you. okay jamuna are you still there
2: Yes Marais. Thank you for class. Um oh. I'm in a car today. <laughs> I'm not driving. It's not a Tesla, so I'm parked.
0: <laughs> Where are you in the city?
2: No, I'm in um I'm in Washington DC um helping my sister out with some things. So Okay. Um, so I'm in transit, but I I really so love You had such a nice arc of the class at the beginning. You said, "If you know God, you love God." And then you were talking about the hearing, and I feel like you just really unpacked the the, the whole process that we hear. And then that statement of like, "What kind of chanting would please Prahlapad? And I've heard people say, like, to chant as if Prajapati was in the other room, and I love that so much of thinking that he's right there. What would what would please him? And so I th- I find that that's a really good meditation. For me, like that famous, like sit properly um, video oh, they have of them. So I love the way you unpack the process today, Maharaj. Thank you.
0: I love how you come on the class, even though you're in a different place and you have to go into the car to hear it. But that's that's good. Okay, thank you. Anybody else like to say hello quickly? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, I want to say hello,
1: but I don't know how quick? I, no. I I still have to. I'm beating a dead horse, maybe, but. You what? I said, maybe I'm beating a dead horse, but this transference, you know, is coming back to me now, this problem, because now I'm thinking, okay, Krishna is everywhere, therefore, he can mani- manifest wherever he wants. So then, therefore, what is the nature of this transference? Um, from Vasudev's mind to Devakis. He could have just manifested there without, you know, uh, Vasudev having anything to do with it. So what did he have to do
0: with it? Well, for the Leela, for the Leela, well, I, I guess you know because it's said by initiation, so I guess what it means is that it was invoked in, in, in Vasudev and, and in the Lila, Krishna also appears. Although he's everywhere, he can appear in a personal place. so he appears in a personal place in, in, in Vasudev. So now what's the transfer in the mind? Is Krishna like floating on on something?? No. So he's coming in some kind of consciousness, in that consciousness of Vasudeva who, who who attracted Krishna to come personally and manifest personally, and then he moved, and then he goes into Devaki, and then uh, it, it enters into her mind. I, I don't but they know. But made a connection. What's that?
1: But a connection was made. Why didn't they just say, you know, first he appeared in Vasudev's mind, then he appeared in Devaki's mind.
0: Because there's some influence from from Vasudev to Devaki.
1: Yeah, that's what I was asking about.
0: There's some influence, there's something that comes. And, And it's something very powerful and personal that comes. Yeah. Because he does appear. Okay, Gail, thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hi, anybody
1: Hare Krishna. else? Hare yeah. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I'm Vishod Das. Yamala Tarada de Maharaj. You're Such a your... beautiful part, Maharaj. Yeah, thank you, you so much. And yeah. uh, I am I'm taking something you said is that we, we are not. Uh, thinking or aiming for Krishna enough. Yeah. So I, I'm taking that with me because um the daily life takes us away and and we are not aiming and aiming to feel him to get those emotions you you were mentioning with the lila. and uh yeah that's what I take Maharaj thank you so much for class so well, okay
0: great great you're there in cold Argentina now, right? <laughs> it's it's so opposite. Okay, you're gonna have John at your your community.
1: Yes, Maharaj, they would, there there will be two uh different uh ceremonies Sorry. or festivities, one in the city and one here in the farm.
0: At the same but time. But I'll be
1: at the bhakti center.
0: And you'll be at the bhakti center. Okay, yes. that's right. Okay, Haribo. Haribo. Anybody else say hello?
2: Hare Krishna, Krishna Gumaraj.
0: Okay, let's see. Hello? Somebody else? Go ahead.
2: This is Narma psychic, Guru Maharaj. Thank you, wonderful class.
0: Nice to hear from you, Hare Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Very good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj. Tota Gopinath here. Tota Haribo. Haribo. All right, we'll be looking forward to the seventh or whatever that date is okay yep, absolutely. Anybody, anybody else
1: adi krishna maharaj
0: isabel Thank i have your letter i i didn't yet get a chance to respond but it's on my mind okay and i've actually thought of some service you can do for me too so i'm gonna sh- share share that with you okay how is italy nice beautiful it was amazing, very transformative, beautiful, loving, um, very hot though. <laughs> but it was great. It was a great experience. Okay, good. You take advantage and you go to the different, and now you'll go to Colombia. Not everybody has that opportunity. So consider yourself fortunate.
1: I do. Thank you.
0: Okay, good. Anybody else?
1: Hey, Krishna Maharaj, thanks for the class. I really enjoyed the class. Thank I think you. I should go through it again yeah thanks what, what's
0: that you think
1: I think I need to listen to it again
0: very good. Go. very good because one day you'll have to give classes like this
1: okay <laughs>
0: anybody else Eric right, Krishna garage just log given to And thank, thank you for, for class. class good. Good. Looking forward to be here. I'm looking forward to come back. I'm looking forward to go to Colombia. I'm looking forward to go to Governa after that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the painstaking life of sannyas. <laughs> okay. All right, great. Well. Okay. Hi right, bo. Did anybody else say hello? Okay. I see everybody's here. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it so much.